0: This is Millie, and you're listening to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will find the validation and love you have been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word, Consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com. I will put all of this info in the show notes. And also, I would appreciate five stars in my podcast so it reaches more people that may need to hear it. Okay, guys. So, I'm actually recording um, the day after I just posted the Mistaken Beliefs. Um, podcast. Today is June 1st because I'm actually feeling a bit anxious and doing these podcasts usually just gives me comfort. I think it's just knowing that I'm talking to someone. I know that you guys are listening. So I appreciate you because not only am I talking about all of this but I know you're listening, and that gives me peace. That gives me peace. All right, on to what we're talking about today, and this might be a little longer podcast than usual because so much goes into it. I promised in my last podcast that I would talk about no contact. Why you should go no contact and how to do it correctly. Okay. Um, First of all, If you listen to my podcast, you know that I am pro no contact. I support no contact. I am no contact. And I know that no contact is probably the best solution. Not in every situation, because I know there are situations that you are living with the narcissist, but the best way to heal is no contact it's the only way to heal from your psychological wounds it's just like cutting your finger you cannot let the finger heal if you keep sticking your another finger or your nail in the wound and this is the same idea you have to get away from the disease in order to heal from the disease right you have to get away from the source um I have been no contact for over three and a half years, actually counted yesterday to be exact. It's three years, eight and a half months. You also need to realize that the narcissist is not going to change. There is nothing you can do. You can't love them into changing. You can't fight them into changing. You can't argue them into changing. You can't even make them go to therapy and have them change. They're just not going to change. So if you are being abused, you're going to continue to be abused. Guys, and I don't say this to hurt you. I say it to help you, okay? Because the sooner that you get that understanding in your head, the better off you are. The less expectation that you have, the better off you are. Hope is such a wonderful thing, except when it comes to a narcissistic parent. Because if you have the hope that they're going to change, you're going to be stuck in that relationship and keep being abused. Okay? Now is a good time to remind you that I'm not a licensed therapist. So if you need help, please search for a therapist in your area that specializes in narcissism and childhood trauma. Okay. So, the reason for going no contact. The only reason to go no contact is for you to protect yourself, to protect your well being, and to protect your mental health. Okay, and to heal from the past psychological trauma that you've already endured. The reasons that not to go no contact, which are just as important in my opinion, are. That you think you're getting even with them. Okay. I know that anger is such a fuel for going no contact. And anger is super important. And I've said this before. I think anger is extremely useful in this situation. But going no contact and continuing to think. After you've gotten no contact and you've been no contact. Continuing to think. Oh I'm showing him or her. I'm not talking to them anymore. That's not going to sustain you. Okay? Because the narcissist honestly doesn't care. And a lot of times they use the silent treatment or stonewalling to abuse you. To discard you. So if you go no contact with any expectation that they're going to contact you, they're going to be the one to beg for you to come back... It may not happen, okay? That's what happened to me. I didn't get any Hoover attempts for a a long time. And then you start to feel depressed because you think you're not worthy of their love when it's the other way around, right? You are worthy. They're the ones that are not, that they're not worthy to have you as a child, right? So you have to keep that in mind, okay so it's it's not to punish them it's to protect yourself and you'll have to keep that in mind if you go into contact because you're getting even please don't do it because it's not gonna last it's not gonna work and you're doing it for the wrong reason the reason that you, sh- you should be at a point where you're ready to heal from these people From this toxic person. You're ready to heal. And that's why you go no contact. Because you realize. If I stay in this relationship. This is going to continue to hurt me. And that's not what I want in my life. That's the only way to keep the no contact going. And keep it in the right place. And make it as healthy as you can for yourself. Okay. So this is the tricky part. It's not even thinking of going no contact but actually doing it right all right so what is the correct way to go no contact the first thing is you just stop and I said this in my last podcast you do not need to contact your parent or the whomever the narcissist is and give them a long list of the reasons why you're going no contact okay Because all you're doing is giving them a long list of all of the ways that they successfully hurt you. And notice I use the word successfully because that's what they wanted to do. So you're giving them this big old dinner of narcissistic supply. Because you're telling them all the ways that they did what they wanted to do. So... That is not what you do when you go no contact. What you do is you just go no contact. You just stop. You do not contact them anymore. Now, there's a lot of um, mistakes in the process of no contact. This is what you need to do. This is not if you're going no contact, anything outside of what I'm saying right now is not no contact. Okay, because I hear and I read so many comments about I've been no contact for like two, two months, but I spoke to my mom a week ago. That's not no contact. No contact is no contact in either direction. That means you're not talking to your your parent. (laughs) You're not. okay. All right. So what should you do? Number one, block them on your phone. So when they do call, they can't get to you. Go straight to voicemail. If you get a voicemail, please do not listen to that voicemail. The only uh, thing where I would change this advice is if you're in some sort of legal battle with them and you need proof, save the voicemail, but do, do not listen to it until it's absolutely necessary. Okay, and I'll go into that in a little bit about what might be in the voicemail. Block them on all social media. Everything, guys. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, Snapchat. Whatever you use as a social media outlet that they are on, block them. As a matter of fact, not only would I block them, I would change, make new accounts... And I know that's hard, especially if you're a Facebook person, right? (laughs) And you have all your friends and, 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 you know, family, whatever, in there. But I would create a new account. And I would leave out any family members or friends that have contact with the narcissist. And just invite your friends from high school. All of those people, put them in this, invite them to your new page. I know it takes time. It's worth it, believe me. Um send their emails directly to a spam folder or some folder that you have labeled and don't read the email. Please don't read it for the same reason I said, don't listen to a voicemail. Why what's most likely in an email or a voicemail is one of two things. They're either raging at you because how dare you not talk to them anymore. How dare you con- you know, put yourself first. And think of your mental health. And how dare you do this after everything I've done for you. You know, you're going to have all the guilt trip, the raging. Or it's going to be a Hoover attempt that really, if you really read into it, with if you guys heard my letters um, podcast, they're, they're very sneaky about saying, I love you and I'm sorry that you feel the way you do. That's not an apology in any way. It's still blaming you. I love you, but, you know, it's, it's the way you feel. It's not about me at all. So that's what you're going to get in the email or the voicemail. So that's why I'm saying do not listen. Because it's not going to help you in any way. It's going to hurt you. And that's what we're doing here. That is no contact. It should be called my mental health bubble that's what it should be called not no contact because people confuse no contact so much okay so I mentioned bubbles. so you have to create a bubble so it becomes very difficult for them to actually reach you you don't want them to be able to just reach you okay you don't want to see their number come up or their name come up on your phone that's too difficult right that's too it's too hard not to pick up the phone now For those people that have done that incorrectly and don't block the narcissist, what they're doing is what's called um, no response. Because the hope is that that the narcissist is going to call and you're not going to pick up the phone. And that's going to show them. That's contact, believe it or not. Because you're trying to give them the message that I'm ignoring you. If they call and they immediately go to voicemail, there's no message there. There's, you're, not, you're not saying, I'm not picking up your phone call. They're just going to voicemail. Okay? The only message you want to give them is, I don't want to talk to you. That's the only message that you want to give. Okay? Until they get it. Until they get it. Okay. Um, Again, if you do the no response thing where you don't block them, you're just hoping that they'll call. And you may be disappointed. I certainly was. My mother didn't, my parents didn't contact me and it hurt. Okay, it really hurt. So I want to save you from that kind of pain. So why not just not see their number come up on your phone? Just protect yourself from being hurt or being disappointed okay um so here's where it becomes a little bit tricky because the narcissist is really once they get the picture that you are not speaking to them and you have blocked them and they've noticed I don't see any posts on social media they're not calling me I call and it's going straight to voicemail The emails aren't being responded to. They're going to get the picture. And they're going to try other ways to get a hold of you. And here's where the flying monkeys come in. And I'm going to explain flying monkeys. um, For those of you that don't already know what a flying monkey is. A flying monkey is a person that the narcissist has chosen to do their job of abusing you for them when they cannot because you're not allowing it right you're not letting them get to you so sometimes these people are aware and are on the side of the narcissist and sometimes these people do not have a bad intention and the thing is it's going to take you time to distinguish between those people that are doing it because they are knowingly helping the narcissist and those people that are doing it because they just, they feel bad in some way and they're just trying to help, okay? So it's going to take you a little bit of time. So in order to not give the narcissist information because any information the narcissist gets will be used against you at a later date. That's just how it always works is that when you talk to anyone that has contact with the narcissist, you do not tell them anything important or personal about yourself. Okay? You talk about things like the weather. You say something, you know, superficial about your job. Or you talk about, you know, oh, we went to the park. You don't talk about real meaningful things. You do not talk about your romantic relationship, for example, especially if you're having issues there. You do not say anything important, okay? Believe me now, do not do it until you can figure out because some of these flying monkeys you're going to realize are also toxic narcissists. And a lot of them are going to become blocked from everything Just like you blocked your original narcissist, right? In every family, there's not just one, okay? Believe me, there's not just one. Um, My family on my mother's side, and they're full of them. Um, Just the ones that I grew up with. My aunt, her son, who is my cousin who's 20 years older, they're big time, narcissist. I think if it's at all possible my aunt is worse than my mother. It's so bad that I knew as a child I didn't like my aunt. And when I went no contact, instead of thinking, oh I'm losing contact with my aunt, I went oh thank god I can now stop talking to them, you know, to her and and her son. I can stop contact. I'm done. It was a relief. Okay, so that, you know, I always put a little bit of my story into this. When I I listen back to my old podcast, it's all my story. And now it's information about topics about narcissism, but with a little sprinkling of me in it. And that I've been able to see my healing in real time. That's part of why I do this podcast. I mean, I'm seeing what's happening. Right? I have been able to distance myself from the, the the pain and the hurt and healed from it to the point where I talk about it and I laugh and, and I just put my story in it but maybe a little bit of it. I don't just talk about what happened to me. So, you know, I, that's my hope for you is that you're able to talk about Narcissism, and I and I do want you to. I want you to talk about it to other people, um, because this is a subject that I, I have to say is is being talked about more openly. But it's it's a struggle. A lot of people don't want to accept that a mother can be toxic and can be evil and can abuse you on purpose. So we need to take stigmas away from that. And the only way to do it is to shout it. Shout it out. Talk about it. Talk about it with people that might listen. Okay? I am not saying, you know, take 20 minutes out of your work day because you'll get fired. I'm saying, you know, in conversation. Just talk about it. Inform people. Because you never know who you're going to help. And you will be getting the word out to other people. Who need to hear it, right? And that's why I, I asked about the you know rating my my podcast. I think it's Apple Podcast that you can rate. Um, I know you can't on Spotify, but Apple, I think you can. Um, because if I have good ratings, then when someone searches on Google for narcissist narcissistic mother, then my podcast will come up for them. If you find my podcast helpful then please do that because other people should hear it too. And guys, I do this for free. I do it for you and I do it for me. Okay. So, I apologize if you're hearing noise right now. Um, okay, so the narcissist going back to the flying monkeys, they're going to send out these flying monkeys. The flying monkeys are most likely going to contact you and start making you feel guilty for not talking to your parent. Um, They're probably going to say something negative about whistleblowing and saying things like, it's your mother. You know, you can't do that. It's your mother. And that's not a reason. It's your mother is not a reason, but that's what they say. Okay? And they can say whatever. I mean, every situation is different, but you don't want... To give the flying monkey a chance if you see that they're doing that if you see that they're asking you questions Or making you feel bad, you know that this is a toxic person <laughs> This person is not on your side Okay, and my advice is especially at first just distance Until you really figure out who they are, you know, because some people can see it later Um, Unfortunately, some people, it gets worse. You know, you think they're on your side in the beginning and then you realize they're not. That happened to me. Right? That happened to me. I had to stop contact with my friend that I was friends with for 30 years, over 30 years. Um, A cousin of mine. You know? and, And part of me, I mean, my gut, to be honest, tells me that She truly is not on my side. Right? Her brother, on the other hand, totally on my side. Because he's the son of my cousin. He's my second cousin. And he... He suffered his whole life. And he had... He's very, very low contact with his dad. And I was an unknowing... I wasn't a flying monkey in the sense that... His father didn't send me to talk to him. But... I was in a flying monkey in the sense that I always wanted him to have a, a good relationship with his dad. That was way before I knew anything about narcissism. And I have apologized to him since then about that because I have felt guilty. Okay, so flying monkeys, they can come from anywhere. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be your friend, okay if your mother has any contact with a friend of yours it could be your own friend that's an easy way to get in right someone you trust so basically when you go into contact with the narcissist you have to stop trusting everyone in your head right (laughs) you're not going to just throw everyone out the window you're you're going to in your mind not not be you know be wary when you're having a conversation with anyone, even your friends, okay. So especially if you know that they talk to your to your narcissistic parent, you know, mom usually, right? Moms are the ones that, that are friends with the your friends, okay. So um, I could create a whole podcast just on flying monkeys, and I uh, I may do very well do that next. Well, I hope that I'm gonna stop here and I'm glad I didn't go to you know I'm, I'm still in my time limit there um, that I was able to clear up how to go no contact because again it's it's a mistaken belief that just not calling the narcissist is going no contact that's not no contact that's no response right but you're still open to the possibility In the back of your mind. How do you go no contact? How does it work? When you're just tired of it. When you can't deal with it anymore. When you are ready to let this person go. Because you're tired of feeling awful about yourself. When you're ready. You won't want to talk to them anymore. When you're ready to stand on your own two feet. And say you know what? You do not control me. You cannot abuse me. You cannot tell me what job I should have. You are not the one that knows me best. I know me best. When you're ready, you'll know it. And you will go no contact. And now, if you're listening, you know how to do it. Right? No contact. You protect yourself. You put a big old bubble around yourself so that they can't get in. And then after that, They're going to send the flying monkeys. And you have to protect yourself from them too. All right, guys. I'm going to end it there. I hope this was helpful. Um, I just feel like I have to. Talk about no contact a lot. Because I see so many mistakes. And I don't want you to make them. I I want you to do this as. Easily as possible. Because it is such a difficult thing to do. Don't think I don't realize that. It was painful. Full of every emotion. It's hard. But when you're ready, you do it because you're more important. Okay. All right, guys. I'm going to stop there for good now. And until next time.